This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Honor System and Declan freed Tony the Chainsaw from his fate as a puppet, brought together their allies to assault Amazon's hidden HQ, and Bourbon Sherbert just arrived with Butthole and Quinny in tow? What the fuck is going on? And will the heroes of 2099 and or Rune survive? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. Bourbon Sherbert, the Archmage Rupert, uh, stands before you, Declan, in honor system, uh, with his two most erstwhile compatriots, Butthole and Quinny. Um, a huge, hulking human man and a medium-sized, hulking, halfling <laughs> stare you down. Uh, and the halfling says... Hi, uh, my name's uh, Frickson Kiyoshi. I'm uh, I'm first butthole to uh, um, uh, Bourbon Sherbert, uh, Arch Allen of the Circle, um, and uh, the human just says, "Oh, ha, ha, and I'm Chicky Nage, first Quinny to our erstwhile Allen of the Circle." Oh, ha, ha, ha. Um, and Bourbon Sherbert says, "You both forgot the appropriate greeting," uh, and in unison, um, they both say. Have you cast mage armor today? Uh, and Bourbon says, I have been busy. We have been following the ways of Alan. Butthole and Quinny are my friends. So we, you people are going to be able to stop the other mages, right? Like We have been working them. hard. It has been difficult as none of us have been formally trained and those that have lost a lot of what they had inside the stacks. But so far, so good. And his head spins around. You remember, he's still a little bit fried. Uh, sure. Still not all there. Uh, we met a butthole and Quinny. Uh, you do not look like them. <laughs> um, and uh, Frickson says, uh, oh, you, you, you met? Uh, you met the, the actual, uh, the original uh, uh, butthole and, and well, that, that's quite impressive. Uh, we've been told that they are, they are, uh, uh, second in command ranks, uh, to the, the Arch Allen of the circle. Uh, and, uh, through my excellent mastery of, of the various powers and, uh, Chicky Nate says, and my general chaotic abilities, um, Kyoshi continues, uh, we, we've, uh, risen through the ranks, uh, but as, as, um, uh, Master Sherbert has, has told us, um, the Allen wore the names of her friends proudly upon her arm. Uh, and thus, we, as his most trusted lieutenants, wear their names ourselves. When in doubt, acid splash. And uh, you hear uh, Chickles and Nature, when in doubt, acid splash. I think, I think they're talking about the tattoos she had. 
Yes, that's what I'm getting out of this as well. All right, awkward question, considering you think you're a butthole. Uh, I shot butthole's mom. Does that mean I shot your mom and it's kind of like a thing? What? No, what? What are you talking about? No, no, no. I, I, it's just a rank. It's not a real. There's no real guy named Butthole. That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, you're wrong about that, but I'm just relieved that I don't have to shoot you in the face because I no, feel like it would like make if things- you shot like a CEO and I was like a manager of a different company with a different CEO, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, you shot my. I'd be like, you shot a CEO. Like you, you may have shot a Butthole's mother, but you didn't shoot my my my, my mother's fine. I talked to her yesterday. We do plan on killing all CEOs, though. Uh, look, it was just an example from what I know, all right? This world is very confusing. Hell, I didn't even know I had powers until, uh, uh, you know, I woke up in the stack. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've been learning quickly. I'm an excellent study, just like I'm told the butthole was. I just, Declan I is just unhappy. That's all you're seeing yeah. with him is, like, gritted teeth, shaking his head. Cool. Yeah, I can't confirm or deny if... The butthole that I briefly encountered was a quick study, but <laughs> um, I mean, I'd bet significant money he's never read a book without pictures in it. And Bourbon <laughs> tilts his head and says, I think perhaps both of you are missing the point. Mistress Xanthus told me I had to live by a code, so I thought of the most powerful person that I had met in my travels with Mistress Xanthus. I thought, of course, of Alan. Thus, I'm following the Alan code to the best of my programming. It is difficult. Douche.0 lives deep in my brain, and I occasionally have to fight the urge to reggae horn. It is exhausting. And yet here I am, one without magic, teaching those with magic the ways of the Allen. So maybe get off my dick about it. I am doing my best. So how many rules are there in the Code of Allen? Not that many. <laughs> Mostly I am trying to stop them from using their powers all willy-nilly and destroying everything around them. Alan seemed to have difficulty with this from time to time, but had set out her some rules for herself. Hence why we greet each other with, have you cast mage armor today, in the hopes that those capable cast mage armor today. And have you cast mage armor today? I cannot, but these two have. And, um, uh, uh, Frickson's like, well, uh, actually, so you can <laughs> tell already he's a bit of a Hermione Granger. Uh, and he's like, well, uh, actually, so the, the problem with mage armor is uh, it doesn't last all day. And she's like, come on, they're not asking about that. <laughs> they're just, they just want to make sure we're up to the challenges. And we are. Oh, yeah, we are. They are. <laughs> so is it, w w so what do you have for us? <laughs> We have been training how to dispel magic. We are merely here to assist in whatever plan I assumed you had come up with. Do you require us to come up with a plan? I can go speak with Butthole and Quinny. We have a donkey with a table that I remember Mistress Allen mentioning once. We are not sure what a donkey is, so I got a robot with a table. We can sit around it and come up with plans. Plans upon plans upon plans upon plans. Yeah, no, it's really easy. We're going to jam ourselves inside some giant returns to Amazon, and then we're just going to shoot everybody while you prevent them from doing magic that destroys us, the world, or some combination thereof. That is a good plan. In fact, if I were editing this for audio, I would have cut all the other variations of that plan until we settled on that plan and then asked you to recap it. This is good. This is good. Mistress Santhus would have approved. Sigh. I miss her. And William Fingers. Declan's just going to sub-vocalize to honor system and just be like, do you think we can just put him in a fucking closet or something? Because this is exhausting. 
I think it would be best if he died valiantly on the field of battle. You know I am still on your subdermals from before, right? Yes, you should You should join us on the field of battle and sacrifice your life for our cause, as I intend to as well. Yeah, and if you want to wait in a closet until we go, I'd be fine with it. Very good. I shall meditate in the closet as often Mr. Xanthus did to further her powers. Perhaps I will discover I have magic after all, but if not, at the very least... I can sacrifice myself valiantly, as Honor System has recommended. And then as he starts to walk away, he just turns back and says, It is a shame I thought myself equal to you in terms of this party. Clearly, I am still just a servant droid. My bad. And he just walks into a closet and closes the door behind him. Uh, Chicky Nange and uh, Frickson and Kyoshi stand there awkwardly. And then uh, Frickson's like, um, I think uh, we're going to go work on our counter spells i still need to convince chicky that it's not just a feeling you know that he can't just feel it that he's gotta you know focus in on it you know i feel like if he had a familiar he'd be so much more focused but just on his own he's he's quite a guy he's quite a character um anyway uh, uh when in doubt acid splash and Chicky's like when in doubt acid splash uh and uh together they go back out to the courtyard uh to work with the rest of the mages well thanks for signing up gents we're pl- happy to have you you know Honor system. I feel like bourbon sherbet is is a tough one. I don't really have a solution to that. He seems unhappy thinking he's a servant, even though he's running a movement. See, the problem is, is he's not. It's not that he's bad at his job. It's just that he's incredibly annoying. He was easier and more direct to work with when Alan was here. It seems like when Alan left, he's just been a little more erratic in his behavior. It's weird. That's true. We also broke him on that assault on the stack. So, you know, he's had an adventure. We'll try to make his moments happier. If you could figure out how to make him think he did magic, that'd be real nice before he dies. Uh, I'll try. It sounds like you're asking me to lie. (laughs) I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I don't need you to lie. I need you to fool someone. That's fine. You don't have to say what you did. He just needs to feel like it's magic. Magic is a feeling, as they say to children at magic shows. I suppose I could just ask him, was that magic? When he does anything. And then maybe he'll he'll answer yes at some point. That'd be good. I'd say stick to things that are impressive. I feel like otherwise anything, it's going to take up too much of your time. Right, right. Okay. You know, why don't I lie to him? I feel like that's easier at the end of this conversation. That's the way we usually do these things. Damn it. See, he's even bleeding into these conversations that are a waste of time when we could be prepping to murder. <laughs> um, so with uh, with all that in mind and your new sub-objective of make Bourbon Sherbert believe he did magic in his robot heart... Um, you said about the preparations. Um, again, time is time is fleeting. Um, your your delivery return window is closing rapidly. Um, so you kid everyone out as best you can, and um, uh, before the night is out, uh, you you pack into the boxes, and the uh, designated couriers uh, label them and dump them at one of the many pickup sites. Uh, because despite the lack of quantum energy, man, Amazon still delivers nonstop all day every day. Um, 
you spend kind of a, a bit of a, a sweaty and uncomfortable uh, couple hours uh, as the box is moved from processing facility to processing facility. If you're tracking this on your phone, it would like sit in one spot for a while and you'd start to wonder like, what the fuck's going on? And then happily the line moves a little bit and, and off you go. Um, are there any, like when you arrive, basically the, it, this is almost like a, it's half Trojan and horse, half beaches of Normandy. Like you pretty much could have to boot open the box and start shooting. Um, which means you do have a quiet moment together, uh, huddled in this box um, as uh, as the transport is occurring. Um, are there any final things that the two of you would want to discuss before you go in? I don't necessarily know. Um, not, and I don't think there's anything really in terms of like tactical planning. It really is uh, like I meant more so like. You know, I've got a, I've got a special someone waiting for me back home. Here's a photo yeah. of them. That yeah. means I'm going to die. You're my brother. I've always loved you. You're my brother. Um, yeah. I've got one day left until retirement. I'm going to be fine <laughs> during this assault. Like, you know, all the hits. So, Sister, we've had a lot of different adventures. He'd definitely be sub-vocalizing this. That's so not being, like, announced through the whole fucking box. Yeah. <laughs> so you've done a lot of changes. I've had a lot of changes over things. I feel like my goals have stayed the same. But in some ways, you are philosophically deeper than me even though much more literal. What are you hoping to get out of the rest of your life? That's an interesting question. I I hadn't considered that, which is weird. Um, I, I always thought my fate was tied to yours, and that was important to me because it was a choice that I made. One of the first choices I ever made. And so, paramount to everything else, I'm going to honor that choice. One of my one of my first. After waking up, thanks to you. And it's so important to me because I chose it. Because I know it's not hardwired into my brain. Because I know it's not something I don't have a choice in. It really is something that I absolutely want to do. And so thinking beyond that, I think I think I'm better for being this way. And I think machines and robots can be better if I help them to wake up from their enslaved dreams. I don't know if I have the vocabulary for, for what I truly want, but that's, that's something like what it is. All right. So it sounds like we deal with Bezos and then we uh, free the robots. That makes sense to me for the overall people. And it's two people who seem dedicated to working together uh, and making that choice to be dedicated to each other every day. We may have stumbled backwards into being married. Oh, that's kind of nice. It kind of is. I never thought I'd get married. I didn't either. I didn't think it was possible. Uh, and with that, the uh, the box slams to a stop. Um, and a number of things happen all at once. Um <clears throat> We're about to uh, kill so many people after that nice conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got to have a honeymoon. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. 
When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. No, no, your eyes don't deceive you. You are indeed in the presence of the beautiful, glorious Cormium plant here of Dum Dums and Dragons. And yes, it is good to spend time with true greatness, is it not? Not like those Dum Dums and their heartwarming and hilarious adventures. No, better to spend time with someone like me, who is vain and self-absorbed. Of course, if you wanted to sink to their level, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and help support their adventures for as little as a dollar a month, which would gain you infinite access to our 
fans-only Discord where you can talk to other fans about all the adventures the dum-dums are going on. You can add characters to our world. You can even create your own at the $25 level and get your name in the credits, but you don't want to do that. Wouldn't you rather stay here and listen to me talk about me? Shosa um, uh, crawls quietly uh, out of uh, one of the boxes. Uh, he's got uh, Quinny and Butthole with him uh, and a number of the other mages. And um, they're all cloaked in, um, uh, they're wearing kind of like midnight blue cloaks, dark, dark, dark cloaks um, to give them the best possible cover. Um, you're still inside the box, so you see none of this, but they emerge uh, onto the um, a giant, like the think almost like a, on a, like a tanker full of shipping containers that have been kind of haphazardly dumped on it, not like cleanly stacked, but just kind of, you know, when they take them off a shipping, uh, when they take them off, sorry, when they take them off of a boat full of shipping containers, and just kind of dump them in a pile. It's that sort of thing for returns. Most of these boxes aren't getting returned. It's Amazon after all. Um, so they step out into this kind of graveyard of boxes. Before them is a massive hangar full of, um, uh, so almost like um, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark racks, um, but instead of like, you know, Arcs of the Covenant and Area 51 shit, it's just like rows and rows and rows of, of uh, Amazon boxes um, ready for reprocessing. Um, beyond that, though, um, there's uh, sort of two long, um, uh, heavy, heavy cables with a series of uh, claws on them uh, for like ripping boxes and moving them up. Right. Yep. yep. Um, moving kind of up uh, the, the entire uh, structure is built kind of up a mountainside. Um, so taking them up to a plateau where you can see a staging site beyond which lays um, a massive flat vehicle bay where you see lots of delivery trucks and that sort of thing. Standard, standard, standard fulfillment center sh- shit. Um, and other than that, you've got, you know, um, uh, a, you know, a cloudless sky. Uh, it's dusk. The sun has just started, has just, you know, dipped beneath the horizon. Um, and, uh, it's quiet. It's, uh, you know, there's the, the clink of machinery of, of, uh, you know, effective use, but, um, otherwise very, very quiet, uh, and barren, uh, beyond this, this platform. And, um, Shosa kind of turns to the collected mages and, uh, bourbon Sherbert steps up wearing his, his cloak as well. Um, and, uh, he just says, uh, Mr. Santhus. And then he, he shudders, but he says, Alan often said, when in doubt, acid splash. And they all mutter it in kind of like a, you know, and also with you kind of way. Um, and he says, but in times of great need, there was a different phrase. I have heard her use when in doubt. And he raises his arms like the fucking Knights King. And he just says, fireball. And all of the mages who are capable hurl fireballs up past the uh, the, the factory lines, up over the, the staging ground, up over the vehicle bay. Um, and as all of your boxes erupt open um, and all of you begin to spill out, um, a, a volley of fireballs strikes the night sky uh, and it begins to ripple and burn and burst as an overloaded magical 
and technological energy shield collapses, uh, revealing a massive metallic skeletal structure reaching up towards the sky, surrounded by four massive metallic pillars. Uh, you see a giant vessel shaped like a cock just aimed at the sky. Um, it is painted blue. Uh, it has giant rocket boosters, and you oh, realize... God. Jacinda Bezos is going to space. Uh, your only chance of stopping him from reloading the Zeus cannon is to get aboard that fucking rocket before it takes off. I um, mean, it's coming back down, though, right? Like, it's not going up there forever. <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned in this world, it's the billionaires never go to space and stay there. <laughs> Au contraire, my friends. The camera pans up uh, to the the glimmering light uh, of the uh, the Zeus cannon, visible even from the naked eye at distance, uh, casting a shadow as it crosses the surface of the moon. <laughs> We're going to the moon, baby. We're going to the moon. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> take that, Fast and the Furious. You beat Fast and Furious to the moon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you spill forward uh, out of your boxes, um, and uh, as soon as the shield goes down, uh, you can see that the launch pad, there's a Michigan control tower, um, and it is swarming with people. Um, you see the telltale crimson uniforms of um, Synergy Incorporated. Uh, it seems that pretty much the entire force is here um, working for Amazon, which makes sense, because if they have enough money to power a rocket, they have more than enough money to hire all these assholes. Um, and basically, uh, as soon as you spill forward, you realize that like, they're a really fucking far distance away. Like you've, you spilled out, you're kind of assuming you'd like, okay, we're going to like take the factory and then we'll take the staging area and then we'll, we'll figure out what's up there. But no one knew what was beyond it. And unfortunately the launch pad is beyond the vehicle landing platform. So it is a good distance away and you can see the preparations for launch are well underway. Um, there's alarm, like lights flaring. This is it. You either need to like stop the rocket or get on the rocket, or there's going to be some serious trouble. You can see mages like climbing uh, up a up a ramp, like it's the fucking Titanic with their like suitcases and stuff. Um, they're clearly loading up um, to go uh, to the fucking moon. Um, you are really, really far away. Uh, the mages kind of look at each other and uh, begin to rush forward. Um, all of you surge forward. Um, I assume uh, Duncan and Honor System. Jesus, there's one for me. Yay, everybody gets <laughs> one. <laughs> Will saves. Um, you, uh, Declan and Honor System. Would you rush forward with everyone? I assume you're kind of like the orchestrators of this. Carmine and and Sublime are with you. They're they're charging forward. Yeah, I can't imagine a world where we're not. This is no. move, take ground, or die. Great. So yeah. you all begin to uh, to rush towards uh, the delivery factory. Um. All except a few notable people. Um, Sublime steps forward, um, you know, calling to the twists. All of them are kind of like decked out in, and it's a weird assortment of assassins. So they're all wearing like they're they're weird, kooky, like almost at a level of the the heist in Rick and Morty. Like all of them have a thing that they do. Um, so they all begin to rush forward. Um, and uh, Graven, her, her number two, uh, the Steve Buscemi looking guy who loves tickets. Um, He's by her side. She's like, a twist with me, forward! Um, and as they uh, begin to run, uh, he just says, sorry, boss, uh, and blows out the back of her head. Um, as Sublime's body, like, still sprinting, just kind of collapses forward, 
um, half of the twists turn on the others um, and on the mages and on the uh, assorted members of escrow. Carmine turns around, whipping his hands into guns, um, and uh, is just like, it's a liquidation sale! Let's close it up! Before his jaw gets blown off uh, as one of his lieutenants uh, takes him out uh, with a shotgun blast. Half the escrow turn on themselves as well, and you realize that someone fucking ratted you out. Um, Immediately, both sides start fighting as Synergy Incorporated begins sweeping down from above. The mages begin to just start blowing holes in in, uh, the traitors. Um, You see Shosa just kind of like rolling up his sleeves and just like, think... um, like uh, like pretty much firebending at this point, just throwing uh, magic yes. left and right. Um, uh, Chicky Nage is like side by side with him, uh, just doing like the 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 proper caster Troy eyes, just like full back, throwing uh, throwing magic to his heart's content. Um, you've got uh, Bourbon and uh, Butthole trying to um, actually organize the counterspell mages because they understand the assignment, and the assignment isn't fight anyone who's here to fight it's keep the mages like keep the mfts off of you guys yeah um as you go so sure enough even though you're um, taking heavy losses um a bunch of you are able to surge forward i'd say like a bunch of the hardiest people actually stay back um it's one of those classic like if one of me can take three of them uh, you notice that between the twists and the escrow it's a lot of the younger people it's a lot of the like more junior this is clearly like a an amazon funded power grab um so they all start like a couple of the elites stay back to fight, but there's still a swell of people moving forward. I should point out, like you guys actually have a pretty sizable force. Like this isn't like a hundred people going like we're, we're going to do our best. Like you've got like it's a it's a mob. Um, yeah. So uh, although you you've lost a number of your best people, um, you, you you push forward um, towards uh, the uh, the delivery factory. Um, uh, Declan and Honor System, uh, do you still vocalize anything as you rush forward? Uh, I think Declan hears some new uh, words coming from Honor System. Where he's just like, "Shit, fuck! Somebody ratted us out." Yeah, well, it happens before; it'll happen again. The important thing is we aren't fucking dead, and we got to get on that fucking rocket. Um, so, with that, you you sprint forward uh, towards the factory. <clears throat> um, as you reach uh, the entrance, um, suddenly uh, the uh, the door, like the the, and when I'm talking doorway, I'm talking like massive, like cargo doors. Um, is uh, just like laid into by uh, by fire as um, synergy troops poke out from behind, uh, clearly having set up a, a bottleneck kill zone. Um, they knew you were coming. They planned this. It's still hasty because the plan only came together like a few hours ago, mm-hmm. um, but they have enough information uh, to be acting. I need uh, reflex saves and initiative from both of you, please. Reflex save is going to be... 19 19 and my initiative is 23 okay uh reflex is an eight and initiative is 24 okay one sec how do we determine initiative in this because we're going to start fighting now oh no she's asking uh, mechanically for oh you have same same way oh you just guys just have Big initiative mods. Yeah, shooter there. guy, sword guy, dexterity. Yeah. yeah. We got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed you do. I'm going to have shit to do too. I just like <laughs> think you may about have, it for a sec. <laughs> you may have noticed all our social skills are real swingy based on a die roll. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, excellent. Okay, so um, Declan, uh, because you lost your uh, reflex save, uh, you're be taking out 15 points of ballistic damage as um, just kind of like stray shots uh, and things hit you as you kind of run for cover. Um, to give Great. you an idea... I have- I have three reductions, so that'll become 12 based yep, on my fine. armor, right? Great. Yep. Um, it is, they are ballistic rounds. Um, there are there are still laser weapons in this world. They're just fewer and far between because they're almost running off of spawn rules now. Like if you had a fully charged quantum weapon or something like the icebreaker that can generate its own bullets, like that will still work. But anything that would normally need to be recharged or powered back up is is no bueno. Also, with the destruction of Typhus Industries and the collapse of FF&S, um, it's not like Dumfeyrune where all the laser weapons are obsolete. But like, like I don't know. I just had to update my iPhone because it was running incredibly slowly for no fucking reason. The guns are kind of running that way now too. <laughs> no one's updating the, their OS. No one's giving them like firmware or software updates. So the lasers are not the best. So yes, ballistic rounds. Um, your damage reduction is fine. Oh, um, to be even more annoying. Sorry, I'm not used to this character sheet because I have all of the rogue, like a lot of the rogue skills. I also have evasion, so I would take half on a failed. Okay, that's fine. And then so go through. Then, Does that make sense? Yeah. So you would take go seven, stay. and then you dropped three from that, so take four. Great. Yeah. Um, all no of worries. my stuff is combat based. I'll figure it out. Uh, so you're looking at, uh, as I said, a massive um, uh, set of racks uh, in here. It's a two-level building, um, but it's not like two stories. It's probably closer to four stories, just with um, you know a, a, a walkway kind of up near the top. Um, large rectangular building. Um, there are four rows of racks. Um, you are, if you think of this in library terms, you're standing at like the end of the library row, where it's just like. There will be rows, be like they get wider, but you're at the the short end of the um, uh, the racks. Um, the racks go five deep um, to the end of the uh, the end of the building. So part of the way, part of the reason I'm describing this is to help us set up where these enemies are, and so we can track them. Um, so basically, there are four four rows and five columns. Um, if we're doing this in table terms. Um, two levels at the far end. There is a massive um, sort of uh, four persons uh, booth, um, sort of like a, a large office um, on the second level, overlooking the entire facility. Um, one of the guns that's laying down the most fire is um, has like the window's been shattered and it's firing out of that. Uh, so there's like a, a mini gun up there. Um, there's also notably a crane um, in the middle of this. Um, there's clearly been um, some renovations occurring. So midway through the building in the northwest uh, sort of uh, quadrant, rather than racks, there's actually like a crane whose arm is up at the second level, Um, like a construction crane, not like a from the ceiling crane, but like literally on wheels like you were um, building a building. So looking in, you've got your four rows of, uh, of racks, five racks deep in each row. Second floor, you've got uh, the turret set up um, in the little office, and there's a crane kind of in the middle with an arm leading up to the second floor. There are also obviously like stairs and ladders and things, but um, the the crane is of utmost importance. Um, and the exit to get at the far end is it ground floor under, or is it second floor? Uh, it is ground floor underneath the, the four person's office. So cool. the idea would be that most things would pick up boxes, move past that, um, join the cranes. Uh, obviously, they've set it up as a cho- choke point specifically for this. That said, 
the cranes are still running um, because they were trying to keep up the illusion that this was a fully functional facility. They are still carrying boxes to and from uh, the thing. So the little canyon that that covers, you could theoretically ride ride the crane the uh, cl- the um, claws over if you felt so inclined. Um, this thing is full of troopers. There are eight guys in here plus the minigun. Um, and immediately like the mages start falling back. Cause like a couple of them just take bullets and, um, you kind of hear, um, uh, bourbon yelling for them to like, um, cast mage armor and get out of the way. Uh, because at this point they're such a valuable resource that them just getting mowed down is, is pretty unacceptable. Um, and uh, yeah, you're in a bit of a bad scenario. Um, the rest of your unit is fighting to keep the traders behind you from reaching you. Um, you guys basically have to take the uh, the, the delivery factory. Um, and uh, yeah, that'll bring us to uh, the top of the round. Um, so Declan, uh, you're up first. Um, you've managed to take cover in a very Gears of War kind of way. Both of you have slid into cover on either side of this, this massive opening. Um, inside you have these racks. Um, in terms of soldiers uh, behind the first and fourth row, um, so kind of basically on closest to you, the the racks closest to you, there's a guy behind each of those, sort of like doing the peek around wall and shoot. Um, beyond that, you can see someone, um, poking around from beside the crane. You know, there are other people in there, but you can't see any. What do you do? Great. Uh, Declan's first, uh, does he have eyes on the mini gunner gunner? Um, the mini gunner is the angle is bad. Uh, but much like in many of the video games I've agonized over where I'm just knocking my reticule, like a pixel left or right. Um, there, you can see probably just a little bit of rib cage. Um, obviously you have a scope. Uh, so it's possible, but, um, the key here is if this thing is a four story building, he's kind of like up on the fourth story aiming down. So there, there is a gunner. The gun is certainly visible. Gunner is at a bad angle, but is possible to just be a difficult shot. Yeah. Fuck. It's too hard. We got to get into this fucking place. So we've got like one, two, three, four is one, two. If we're looking in the door, one is to the left, four is to the right. Just for my brain. Uh, sure. Let's do that. And the yes, mini gun yes, yes. is mini gun is direct center ahead. Yeah, so if we're looking at this as a as a rectangle, true north is like if, if we were to draw a compass straight across this thing mm-hmm. at absolute like true north center of, of of the north line is where this gun is. It is dead center in the furthest wall uh on the second floor. All righty, then I'm gonna say I'm on the left side of the door and honor systems on the right, so we can keep track of where we are. So Okay. Uh, I, I've got number one then, so I'll take a take a shot at number one, the guy hiding by the rack that's the closest to where we are. Right. So just Frederick comes up, uh, and Frederick takes his shot, which is a twenty-one to hit. Uh, yes, that'll definitely hit. Ooh, great. And that is ooh some good hot rolls. That is twenty-six damage uh, from Frederick. Excellent. All right. A sound hit. He's uh, he's still up, but uh, yeah. And so you said 26? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then 
Declan would like to uh, the cover that we're in here. We're just against the side of the door. If there's nothing like fancier around, that's just uh, no. Unfortunately, they, it, like once you get in, there's a lot of like it's not like you have to constantly hide behind racks. There are boxes off to the sides. There's those little like forklifty guys. There's various things around. I think generally speaking, um, because we're we're not doing this with a battle map. I've drawn a battle map for us, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll keep track here. Um, I think in general, just be like, I'm moving into cover. Right. Um, yeah. And if all... you want to move into like full cover, that's something we'll probably have to roll for to see if you can find something. But if you're just like, I don't want to stand in the open room and get shot to death. Yeah. I just think... assume there's like boxes and shit you can dive behind. Sniper logic will be Declan moves closer to goal, but also switches position. And then he also has a cunning action, which he will take to hide. So it's like sniper shot dash hide is his goal. Yeah, I didn't even need to bring Quinny into this. He's already here. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So you, you move in. And we'll say that uh, you find like solid cover behind um, one of those like uh, scissor lifters. Um, great. Uh, for the racks. Um, great. Uh, honor system. Uh, you see Declan take a shot and uh, move in. What do you do? Uh, I want to move in as well. Um, yep. I want to get up to that first line um, and start yep. hacking away at people. Uh, so I'm just going to, um, I'm going to, uh, uh, how far away is that first line of cover that they've got? Not very far. Um, Not very far. They're okay. they're really meant to be. I mean, if we're taking the battlefield logic back a second, it's like, in theory, the betrayal goes better, and then as you're running away, you get gunned down by the minigun and that opening salvo. Now that you're into it, these guys are definitely in a bad... Like, they're very exposed. So if you want to get okay. to the guy in the rack closest to you, you can absolutely close distance to him. It will expose you to the rest of the room unless you do something afterwards, but you can absolutely get up to him. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll run up to that, that closest guy and, and try and just cut him down. Right. Uh, so that's, we're going to start with just the two attacks, extra attack and see what we need to do there. So that is a 23 and a crit. Damn. Yes. So maybe I won't need to use the bonus action, but let's Both see. will hit. Okay. Uh, all hitting in this economy? Who knew? <laughs> so here's a 23. Uh, Six and three plus seven, which is my brain. Uh, uh, six and nine, three plus seven. So 16? Yeah. right? 16 damage. And then for the crit, are we rolling double damage dice or yeah, rolling baby. once and doubling? Okay. So second hit is seven plus six plus another seven. So 14. So 20. So for a total of 36. <laughs> yeah. Hot diggity damn. Um, yeah, you like rush up um, on this guy and just like slice into him. He, he stumbles a little bit, um, yelling for backup. Um, he like holds his rifle out in front of him as you swing. You like cut through the rifle um, and he uh, pops a, um, a like a baton, um, uh, like a nightstick basically off off his gauntlet. And now he's, he's not doing a great job of it, but he's trying to like fend uh, the attacks away as he waits for other people to shoot you. He is still up. He's still up. Then I'm using my bonus action to try and cut him down. Give her. Uh, 28. Yep. Oh, hit. Ooh, not as great. Uh, four and seven, uh, 11. Damage. 11 points. All right. He is still up, but. And uh, these all ignore resistance, right? With Legion's special rule. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Legion ignores resistance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I will use my. Um, What's that called? Sword Mastery, where if I make a sword attack on a turn, I can dash or disengage for free. Great. Uh, so I'm going to um, 
Uh, Do you want a better look of? So now that you're inside, uh, yeah, you got yeah. a better look at, look at the space. Um, you can see uh, there are basically. Um, so there's the guy uh, that you've already identified who is poking out from behind the crane. Mm-hmm. Um, you see um, another in the uh, northeast corner, the far, far, far corner. So basically the opposite of the guy you just attacked further mm-hmm. along. Um, now that you're inside, you can also see that they've set up um, one person in each corner of the second floor uh, with sniper rifles who are um, kind of waiting to, to pick off targets. So basically, you've got four snipers on the second floor. You've got grunts down here. For you, Honor System, there's a guy you're fighting. There's a guy Declan shot. There's one guy behind the crane, and there's one guy um, all the rows ahead of you. uh, Then, given how exposed I am running up on this guy, I'm going to use the dash action. He can have the opportunity to attack against me, but I'm going to run for cover because I I need to. Yep. Sounds good. So he's going to take the attack of opportunity. What's your AC? 19. Um, all right, he gets it on the nose. Um, so he is going to do um, nine points of damage. Okay. Uh, bludgeoning damage. So I don't know if your armor has damage resistance to bludgeoning, but... Um, no, I don't have any damage resistances. Gotcha. All right, so just like square strike uh, across your back as you run, uh, but you manage to, you know, like power slide into cover. Um, so Declan, you used your hide check to gain full cover. Is that correct? Uh, I just, I, for my bonus action, I, I get my cunning action so I can hide. So that was all okay, I did was so they have to, yeah, okay. So they have to roll shot, to see if move, they hit. So I'm going to roll to see if they see you. Do you want me to give you a stealth check for an oppose? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, 17. Uh, 17. Um, all right. Unfortunately, they do see you. Um, I'm going to say only, uh, cause one, one group rolled badly, one group rolled well. So I think, uh, the people up top can see you because they're up top, but the people on the ground have lost sight of you as you, you hide behind this crane. Um, I'm still going to say you're in, uh, covers. So they're going to have disadvantage on their shots. Um, but, uh, they can see you and then honor system, you, you ran to cover, but you're not hiding so they can see you, but you're on cover. So we're going to say uh, two snipers on Declan, two snipers on Honor System. Honestly, you're both very scary. Um, they don't have the c- presence of mind to concentrate fire. Also, it's worth noting um, all of Synergy Incorporated are brought in from different remnants of the regulators. So they're not really a squad. There are a bunch of people who are on similar squads who may have never worked together. It's a little bit like a, a, an Olympic hockey team. They're like, we're all here, but we don't necessarily know how to play together. So let's see how this plays out. Uh, Declan, what is your AC? 18. 18. Damn, son. Uh, all right. So those both miss by... Oh, that's one guy. He misses. Other guy also misses. Man, 18 in disadvantage is not a great scene for any involved. Uh, honor system, what's your AC? 19. 19. Um, all right. Um, that is... Uh, misses all around. Uh, so there we'll say that they're firing at you as you sprint. So you're kind of doing that like classic, uh, like happens in metal gear all the time where like snake is running from bullets and you're just kind of like <laughs> ducking and weaving as, as the bullets are hitting the ground. Yeah. Uh, Declan, you slide into cover bullets ping off the, um, uh, the scissor lift, um, behind you. One like blows the, uh, the mechanism and it drops with, you know, dramatic clang. Um, and you're hearing lots of chatter, um, uh, just cause they're not being subtle about it, about, uh, you know, like, Shoot him! No, over there, you asshole! Uh, there's just a lady who's like, 
shoot them, shoot them, shoot, you must shoot them. And like, there's just a lot of like sort of scattered that, but you're also picking up comms from outside. Um, uh, certainly you've got um, escrow and um, uh, the uh, twists on Mike as, as well. Um, escrow seems pretty well matched. Uh, the twists seem to be um, who's whoever's left is winning, but there's not a lot of them left. Um Meanwhile, outside, um, we've got a full uh, John Boyega at the beginning of uh, Force Awakens bit for Bourbon Sherbert as he steps forward and is just watching like the mages he spent time training who are free, who who don't need to be here, who are here because they, they believe in the cause, believe that uh, MFTs will ultimately harm mages, um, that believe in the idea of the new future uh, and the way of Alan um, getting blown apart. Um, much like a lot of the mages you saw at the MFT auction, a lot of these folks are still really, really um, out of it and traumatized by their experience in the stack, and they, they're not having a great time. Some, like Shosa, are in their element, um, but still, uh, to Honor System, or to uh, uh, Bourbon Sherbert, the Archmage Rupert, he's watching all the potential of these mages and the magic they could bring back to the world be snuffed. Um, he is, uh, he's getting like basically like, constant updates on how many people are left and watching the numbers dwindle quickly uh in the distance he sees drop ships uh, beginning to kind of peak over the mountains um rapidly closing uh, sort of vtol um vehicles coming in to where you dropped off your your crates to kind of reinforce from the from the rear um in turning around uh he sees you know the the sniper bolts basically like it looks to you like you're both to him like you're both pinned uh as these bullets kind of ricochet off um off of things um and tries he may he just isn't alan um and so he just if he had eyes he would close them but bourbon sherbert retreats inward as a survivalist robert he normally has always spent time getting out of the way but here he realizes he has more purpose um and as bullets begin to tear through him he just focuses on alan and um, he begins to just hum. He doesn't know where he picked up the tune. He doesn't really even know what it is, but he just begins to hum a little something that somehow got stuck in his head. Um, a bullet shears through the side of his his uh, head chassis, uh, blowing off one of his beloved speakers. Um, his arm gets shredded by, by laser fire. Um, one of the mages runs, sort of runs out um, to kind of tackle him to the ground. And instead, uh, Bourbon just holds out his hand and grasps the mage's hand. Um, and uh, with sort of a, 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 a deep, loud, failing speaker, um, he just loudly proclaims like, Oh, hello! And his quantum core bursts, uh, sending off a massive shockwave um, as, for the very first time in 2099, a robot summons magic. Uh, and in the depths of Castle Ravenloft, a gate sparks to life, and the bullet-ridden head of Bourbon Sherbert falls through, skittering to the feet of his only hope. Mistress Xanthus, to whom he pleads, pointing as best he can with his final moments back through the gate at the battle raging behind him, pleads with her 
to go and help. Please, Mistress Allen, if you do not go, Declan and Honor System will die. He can see that she's somewhat hesitant. And of course she is. Higher beings always are. But he knows his mistress. And he knows she'll do the right thing. And thus, with a weird, half-remembered song in his heart, Bourbon Sherbert realizes he is no longer a survivalist Robert. He is merely Bourbon Sherbert before he powers down for good. And sure enough, Mistress Allen, frustrated as she is, Billy Finger is on her shoulder, and a world to claim ahead of her steps through the portal and onto the battlefield. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yverne, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and and Dragons 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You start with your own breathing. Match the rhythm of the breeze that carves the canopy, the birds and bugs chirping in set intervals. Feel the subtle pulse rising up from the ground beneath you. To wander is to dance with the forest. But the forest isn't just the partner. She's the music, the style. She's the rhythm. She's the set of ancient steps and movements that have been passed down from one dancer to another. She teaches you to dance the dance she invented to the music she's singing in a tonal system she thought up one night as it pleased her. You breathe, and you listen, and you wait for your place, your first step, the call to
Wanderer is a new fairy folktale podcast from T.H. Ponders, a member of the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to the show by searching for The Wanderer in Apple Podcasts or by visiting www.calloftheWander.com.